saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. It's that time, friends. It is the end of the month. This is June 27th. 2021 and it is time for our second official patron chat episode and we've got a crowded room tonight this is awesome we are live currently at twitch.tv slash robots radio it is 10 30 p.m and n7 legend is here with me i'm tom or robot sam how's it going buddy how you doing hot it's very hot in portland <laughs> it's 100 and 13 or 114 degrees i think and that's definitely a record shattering temperature, but this is not the weather lore cast. Uh, so <laughs> why don't we go on and, and, and get to know some of our new patrons? Yes, um, man. We're, so here's the deal. We've got a bunch, a bunch of patrons. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for helping to support the show and for joining us because Sam and I love chatting about our favorite games with our favorite new friends and this is going to be an awesome experience um but we're going to go just down the list based on the way they're listed on the patreon chat and to start out with we have sovereign Sovereign. i know it starts with an s but he's got like a bracket so sovereign ends up at the top also so sovereign is our tier five patron and so is also a commander shepherd so you're sovereign shepherd i guess welcome to the show how's it going Hey, how's it going? I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to this. Yeah, thank you again for all the support and welcome to the show. Then we have Psych88. Welcome. Hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, well, welcome to the show as well. And Kather is back. Kather joined us last month and is joining us again. Kather, how are you? Fine. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. And then we have Stunts and Struts joining us. Welcome to the show. Hello, happy to be here. Awesome. And Teacup92, Teacup. Hey. <laughs> hey, that was pretty simple. Uh, and Toasty is joining us again. Toasty, welcome back. Uh, Hi. And to Toasty and I do the uh, Witcher Lorecast on Monday nights. If you are into the Witcher games, you should come check that out as well. It's up on everything. And for some reason, Apple doesn't want to put the po first episode, but the second episode is there. Who knew? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but you should go check that out. And then we have Lena. Lena just joined us for our cyberpunk patron episode and decided to double dip tonight, just like Toasty and Kather, and is joining us as well. Welcome to the show, Lena. 
Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you for supporting the show and for joining us. And then we have Vervada with uh, cat ears. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for the support. All right, everybody. Um, so to kick off our conversation tonight, we will be discussing and we've tossed around some ideas in in the patron chat about different topics we might want to cover. And since we've been talking about the different races, we were thinking, OK, what about favorite races? What about races that you would want to be? What about races that most reflect who you are? If you weren't human, which one would you more, most likely be? So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go through a list of the different races and we're going to start with the Citadel races and then non-Citadel races and we go down this list. And if I name one of the races that you either would want to be or you think matches who you currently are, then feel free to chime in and explain to us why you would either choose that race to be or why you think that race currently matches who you are. Sound good? You can just nod. We're, we, we can see video. There we go. Yeah, that works really good for audio podcasts, too, because I can just tell them you're nodding, I guess. I don't know. But here we go. Let's start off with and we'll go alphabetical through each of these groups. So Citadel races, of course, we start with A. So we have the Asari. Does anybody feel like and, and if you aren't on video, if you want to unmute to let me know that you want to chime in, go ahead and do that. Um, does anybody want to chime in about the Asari? Anyone want to be an Asari or think that they would be an Asari in this universe. We're getting a no. Nobody? Nobody wants to be Asari or or feels that they are an Asari. Oh wait, Toasty, Toasty? No, 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 no. <laughs> you were raising no. your hands. I thought maybe you I was just surprised. I thought I was, was kinda surprised too, because the, the Asari are cool. Alright, we'll move on to the next one. What about the Drell? We haven't done an episode on them yet. I think the Drell are really cool, honestly. Oh, Lena? Lena? Oh, okay. Oh. Lena? Lena and Teacup? Like, I, I resonate with them because they are, I don't know, they're just the coolest race in my opinion. Like, when I met Thane, I was like starstruck. I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest character ever in the uh -huh. Mass Effect series. Um, uh -huh. I don't know. He also has, like, the spiritual side. But um, I don't know. I like the story behind it. And I would like to be a Drell in the Mass Effect universe. Okay. Yeah, I, li I like the drill too. Um, Thane was the one that I, uh, on my play, my original playthrough of Mass Effect 2, the one that I actually uh, romanced. And he was my only companion who died in the last mission, which is extremely tragic. It was such, such a bummer. Um, but yeah, so that happened to me. Uh, <laughs> so, Teacup, what do you think? You raised your hand. I don't know if I would want to be a drill. Mm hmm. But I think I would be a drill. You think you are a drill, uh, right? Okay. Not yeah. Adele, the singer, a drill. That's very different. Yeah. Adrell, um, yeah. yeah. Um, but just some uh, thing about like the drill and their kind of more rigid code of ethics and their spirituality that kind of matches with that, just kind of matches with how I live my life and all of that, which I kind of, when we get that, I've gone back and forth between Turian and drill, but. I don't have some kind of military side that is in the Turian mm -hmm. culture. I can see some similarities there. What do you think, Sam? You think that they're kind of similar? You, you're, of course, more the expert. Anybody who's tuning into this episode as the first episode, this is very different than we normally do. So welcome to the show. But <laughs> Sam is, is the expert. I'm kind of the color commentator host of the show. Um, what do you think? Do you think there's commonalities? I, it feels that way to me. What do you think? 
I'm sorry, commonalities between the drill and the drill the, and the Turians. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to make sure I heard right. Um, mm-hmm. I think I got to adjust some audio levels myself. Um, but yeah, I definitely do see some commonalities between the drill and the Turians, especially when it comes to stoicism. I think both races are culturally stoic, so it's not really in the modus operandi of most of the members of the Drell and Turians to be very outward and forthcoming with their deep-seated emotions. And uh, I was just thinking, like, would I be a Drell? Because Drell need, you know, don't they need somewhere, uh, is, is it, do they need somewhere arid or do they need somewhere humid? Because I need somewhere humid. I, my sinuses get very dry arid. very easily. <laughs> so maybe I would not be a drill. Yeah, they, they need somewhere arid. So I would definitely not be a drill. But that's that's my take. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anybody else on the drill? I don't think so. I don't think anyone else raised their hand. All right, next next on the list of the Citadel races, the Elcor. Does anybody think that they are or would like to be an Elcor? Wait, Sam, no. <laughs> Sam raised his hand. <laughs> I think he's just joking, right? <laughs> I'm actually not. <laughs> uh, and I think one of the reasons. <laughs> so I think one of the reasons why I uh, might be an Elcor, I don't really want to be one, uh, but I might be an Elcor because I've listened, like I listened back to a lot of our episodes, not just to, to understand what advertisers are, are on our uh, episodes, but I listen back to hear if there's anything with my audio quality or anything that I need to change myself. Mm-hmm. And often I'm realizing that that I don't have a ton of vocal inflection variety. <laughs> and so, you know, like, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I think I might be an Elcor. Uh, uh, like I do. Like my voice is all over the place. That's how I sound all the time. Um, all right, so I, I take it nobody else is an Elcor. All right, let's move on. Here's another weird one. Hanar. <laughs> Do we have any Hanar in the room? I don't think so. All right, how about... Uh, we're skipping humans. <laughs> Here's another weird one. Keepers. <laughs> Who feels like they might be a keeper? I mean, a keeper, like, hey, you're a keeper. You're like, I should hold on to you, baby. Not like that. Like... Keepers. No, nope, nobody wants to be a keeper. <laughs> I kind of doubt that. All right. All right. Here's here's one that might actually have legs. Uh, Solarian. Who thinks that they are or would like to be a Solarian? All right. We've got we've got a few here. We I saw stunts and stretch hands first. What do you think, stunts? I, I just think they're neat. You just like you think they're neat, so you would want to be one. I mean, yeah. I mean. For me, I, I like the idea of um, uh, races that like don't have as long of a lifespan, and so they try to make the most of it. Or in some cases, like the Vorcha, don't try to make the most of it. And mm. uh, so I just think that's really in- an interesting aspect when you also have like Asari and Krogans who live for hundreds to thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So, that is but true. I, I, I don't know, and I just think the Solarians are cool. So cool, cool. Toasty, you you raised your hand as well. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm like 90% sure I'd probably be a Solarian. I don't think I want to be a Solarian, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure I would be. <laughs> I don't know, just, their, uh, their personalities remind me of what it's like to have, like, ADHD brain, which I have ADHD, so. Ah, oh, is that, okay, yeah, 
I can I see that. Like that's the one I relate to the most because I like I can listen to a Solarian talk, and I was like, that's just me talking to my boss sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's me at work. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Anyone else want to chime in? Sam. Sam's chiming in on this one. So likewise with Toasty, I don't really want to be a Solarian, but I think I might be one. Um, and this also goes back to my re-listening to our episodes, because as I've said a couple times before, that I, I never really got into podcasting before this show. So I've been victim to one of the classic, uh, like, I hate the sound of my own voice types of things. Mm -hmm. And so I've been listening to the sound of my voice and I'm like, man, I am like flying, like going a, a million miles a minute and then interrupting myself with different tangents. So <laughs> I think I might be a Solarian. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, you keep up with me. I talk fast too. Um, I like to think that we speak quickly because we think quickly. Mm -hmm. We'll just pat ourselves on the back on that one. Good job us. We're so smart. Right. Everyone else is, you know, sluggish and dull witted. Is that right. what that means That's that we think exactly what that means? So I must be a Solarian as well. So I'll, we'll just go with that for now. Um, now that we've insulted everybody else on the show, let's, uh, but which is exactly what Solarians would do. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't mean that you guys are sluggish. I just, we're just too hyper. I think that's really yeah, what, that what it comes joke. down to. Right. Yeah. That was, I, I've, I've learned that sometimes I'm too dry with my jokes and people don't get them. And then they write reviews that are mad at me and they don't realize that things are jokes. So I need to do more than just like gesture with my face when it's a joke. <laughs> I need to like inflect it a little bit more, maybe. I don't know. Um, all right, so no other, no other Solarian. Sovereign, do you have anything about Solarians? Me? Oh God, no, I fall right in with the dimwitted thing that you just mentioned. Oh no. <laughs> no, I, I saw you unmute, so I thought maybe you wanted to chime in. I also see Kather unmuted. Kather, do you have anything about Solarians you want to add? No, I just said something you just meant. Maybe you should, you're an Elcor, Tom. Maybe I'm an Elcor. No, I I, uh, I have lots of inflection in my voice, don't I? I don't know. Um, what? Maybe I'm a Solarian. Well, you just said you were dry, so that's why I said. That's true. What if I? Maybe I'm a Solarian Elcor hybrid. That would be super weird. I don't even. That's I like, can't even imagine what that would look like. How How do Solarians interpret Elcor? Because if they think everyone else is slow and dim-witted, and then they talk to... Hi. Yeah. <laughs> the, Hi. the very slow talking of the Elcor. Yeah. The Solarian just like, come on, come on, come on. I, I have to imagine it. it's similar to like Tigger and Eeyore having a conversation. That is... I feel like that hits the mark that so good. Oh, my mind's blown. Thanks. That's kind of Thanks. scary. What if, that... Wait a minute. What if all of the races in Mass Effect are secretly characters from Winnie the uh, Pooh? No, 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 we're, no. Done. we're done with this. Next, next race. Please. Oh, no. Okay. All right. We're moving on. We're moving on. All right. Next on the list. Turians. Oh, we've got, we've got a Turian. All right. Vervada. Do you think you're a Turian or do you want to be a Turian? I think for me, I... It's kind of both, but mm. mainly want to be a Turian. I was in the military and I find myself more of a collectivist type person than an individualist type person. All those great Turian traits. But my main reason that I want to be a Turian is because I am soft and squishy and not threatening. 
And if I had a choice, I'd love to be a dangerous predator, <laughs> all of angular and talons and fear. That would be awesome. I just love that about Turians. Plus, I'm a huge Garrus fan, so I think it just fits. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds sounds accurate to me. Um, it also made me think of the idea, Sam, that we need to put together one of those quizzes that you put online. That's like, which Mass Effect race are you? With a bunch of dumb questions. <laughs> I was thinking of that, and I, I think that we could probably m write a much better one. I've done one before, and I just wasn't impressed. I felt like it was too transparent. What you you knew what result you were gonna get. You know what I mean? Before you had to finish the right. uh, the, the the quiz, and I don't know. Maybe is it too tacky for me to do one while we're doing this episode? No, you can you can work on one in the background if you want. Yeah, things like would you betray? the rest of the races in the galaxy like uh, you know like like probably really transparent questions yeah um all right let's anyone else about turians anyone else doesn't look like it all right we're moving on here's another good one the volus we just did an episode on the volus what two weeks ago we have any volus here anybody oh oh wait oh we got sam sam and um Teacup, raising your hands. Sam and Teacup. Teacup, go ahead. I was going to say I would want to be a Volus solely for the economic power. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I hate doing, like, business, like, financial stuff. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. We just had to revise our taxes and crap, and I was just like, oh, God. My eyes just glaze over. I'm just like, oh, I hate this. But if that just came naturally to me, like, that would be amazing. I like to think that's how the Volus got in with the Citadel races is none of the council races wanted to do the accounting work. And so they like, let's just pawn it off on the Volus. I know, right? Right? They were like, let's just work out a deal where we don't have to pay for accountants. We'll just kind of give them a little bit of a cut. <laughs> you know, a little a little <laughs> special place at this. We'll just outsource it to a client race. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Sam, do you have a reason why... Volus, do you think you are Volus or you'd want to be a Volus? Oh, uh, well, I think, you know, at least for our listeners, sometimes my voice can come through a little bit like a Volus, <laughs> breathing, and <laughs> the gain is a little bit too high, maybe. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, I, I think I... I also relate to the Volus on a visceral level because I, too, was picked on in school. So, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling all of us at some point were picked on at school, right? Kather's raising his hand. He's like, I'm, I a, I'm still picked on at a, school. That's what he's thinking. That there. I have a quick question. When the Volus saw Star Wars, did they, when they saw Vader, did they go like, "That's one tall Volus." How did he did become they, so like, powerful and intimidating? <laughs> like, it's like they see Star Wars with the Force. Like he has biotics. That's yeah. one really tall Volus. Yeah, it's like. Oh, yeah, maybe Niftu Cal, you know, thought now that is a biotic god. <laughs> I was just wondering. I I just thought of that just now when you doing the vo the voices thing. I was thinking of Darth Vader. I'm like, did 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 the Volus think Vader was racist, making fun of them or something like that? Maybe. Oh, maybe he's, like, did, maybe did, he's did their Volus ever... god. Yeah, I like yeah. that idea. <laughs> I am your father. You will fear me and my biotic powers. 
Yeah, totally. I could totally see that. All right, let's move on. Um, we're moving on to non-Citadel races. Here we go. We also did these guys recently, the Batarians. Who thinks they might be a Batarian or wants to be a Batarian? Toasty's shaking his head. We got, we got no one. I don't think anyone wants to be a galactic terrorist. I don't think so. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. And oh, I, I'm, okay. glad, I'm glad nobody's <laughs> chiming in being like, me, I blow things up all the time. I wish. <laughs> you wish you blew things up all the time? Uh, all right. You're on a list now, Toasty. Sounds fun. I mean, I wouldn't blow things up around people, but you know. Around people? Only in the woods by yourself? I, to be fair, I have blown stuff up before. I, I went out with my stepdad and we shot, uh, I, I think it's called like Tannerite or something. It's just like a, a, a mild explosive thing. And we just shoot it and then it would go boom. And then. That's mm. what we did for like an entire afternoon. It's quite fun. Okay. All right. So maybe I'm a batarian. Maybe, maybe you're a batarian. I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah. Go, go stunts. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Wasn't there just an, a whole episode about how batarians aren't all terrorists? There was. Um, just want to point that. There was. Uh, I, I would like to be a citizen batarist who has nothing to do and just stays on his home planet the whole time. Okay, uh, lorded over by a farming or whatever they're doing, domineering government that gives you feeds you misinformation. Hey cool. man, I just want corn. <laughs> I just want corn. I just want to make food and live in peace. Gosh, all right, all right. Oh, next, next on the list, collectors. The collectors. It's on the list. Which ones are those again? The. Co- the collectors they're the uh genetically modified protheans yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, it, and so here's what uh one of the wiki says an added enigmatic race that lived beyond the omega 4 relay and uh, a mass relay of the same system as omega in the terminus systems they are rarely seen in the term system itself let alone citadel space and are generally regarded as a myth by citadel citizens are any of you guys a myth a mysterious race I would like to be. <laughs> you just want to I don't think I am, but I definitely would like to. It'd be cool to be a myth. Okay. Ma. All right. All right. Well, I think we're moving on to the next one. Okay, this one's this one's interesting. Geth. What do you guys think about the Geth? No takers on this one. Nobody's actually a Geth. Nobody feels like a robotic, uh, synthetic robot race. I've been called one. <laughs> That's everybody. Who's calling you all of these names? <laughs> People who I think should not get the uh, the airtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Next you, up, Tom. You. I mean, I, Tom. You. Me? You are robots, right? So. I am robots. Maybe I'm a geth. That's true. I might. But I might be a geth. Aren't the Geth a hive mind too? Don't they have like a hive mind? Maybe we do. I mean, I do. Huh? That's true. He, he's got like the mechanist and, and buddy mm-hmm. bot, and maybe yeah. I guess mm-hmm. Tom would be a Geth. Hey, what are you talking about, buddy bot? Uh, we're doing. We we're not on the follow cast right now. Um, uh, yeah, I, it could be. Maybe I'm part Geth. Maybe I'm part Geth, part Solarian. That might be it. Um, next on the list, there might be some takers for this one. The Krogan. Oh, we've got a Krogan here. Vervada, are you, uh, do you feel like a Krogan or do you want to be a Krogan? Uh, 
just like Krogan's. Um, once again, dangerous. That's cool because I'm very not dangerous. Mm-hmm. But mainly, I just find that every playthrough, whether it's the original trilogy or Andromeda, I just seek Krogan validation. I always side with the Krogan. I don't know why I keep playing these games and I just keep making the same decisions, but I just love the Krogan. I don't know. I just like them. I like I'm the Krogan. too. definitely not a Krogan at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but kind of intimidating. Yeah, tough. Tough exterior. I'm a Krogan. They talk like that. Anyone else? And they're just battle turtles. With battle turtles. Like they're so cute. I like that. Sovereign. Sovereign? How do you feel? Oh, about? yeah. Well, I like that they're basically self-destructive space-age Vikings that live for a millennia, so that really appeals to me. Okay, so they're on, on your list of I, I would like to be them? Oh, yes. I mean, there's the whole, like, genophage thing. I mean, that's kind of a eh. bummer. Okay, I want to be one of the Vikings, or the Vikings, one of the uh, Krogan that makes it past stillbirth. Let's go with that. Okay, there, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that, that would be on my list, too. I think most people would probably choose that one. <laughs> All right, uh, Teacup, did you want to chime in here? Yeah. They're just my favorite race, the Krogan. Um, and so, yeah, I would want to be them. I don't think I'm anything really like them, but I just love that the, I like the dynamic that the galaxy views them all as these brutes. But when you really like dig into, like, you talk to Grunt or you talk to Rex or Drax and Andromeda, you learn like all these like subtle like codes of ethics that go around the Krogan society and that there's much more to it than I'm a battle turtle who likes to hit things. <laughs> I like this battle turtle thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I like them too. Cause there's the, the uh, I mean, the, they're the definition of like on the exterior, like don't judge a book by its cover. Their exterior looks big and dumb and tough, but there's a lot of other stuff going on underneath there. There's like, the, there's real feelings and emotions and motivations and, and stuff, which is, which is cool. Um, Okay, I think we're done with Krogan. Let's move on to... Um, so on this list are the Leviathans, the uh, ancient aquatic race that dominated the galaxy in the time before the Re- Reapers. Proud and aloof. First and only Apex race. Any of you guys feel like an Apex race? Sovereign? Yeah, I actually, they were at the top of my list for if we were going to pick which uh, race we want to be. And... Uh, mainly because, well, for one, they can take on the Reapers, and two, they basically live forever. So I'm all down with that. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's not bad. I mean, they, they're, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good resume if you were going for something. I would uh, maybe just steer away from creating synthetic life because it didn't work so well for them. Yeah, and they look super weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that I want to look like that, but okay. Anyone else on the Leviathan? The Leviathan train. Choo-choo. I'm a huge fan of Leviathans, uh, but I don't think that I would be them, and I don't know if I'd want to be them. The only time I ever really feel like an apex predator is when I'm eating a charcuterie board, thinking about all the animals that I'm ingesting. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do that often? That's about it. You're like, you you tell your girlfriend, you're like, hey, let's let's go get a charcuterie. You want to go out and just like kind of do like yeah. a fancy dinner thing and then we can feel like apex predators well she told me the last time after the last time that i shrieked like a velociraptor that we were no longer invited to that restaurant so oh no 
Oh no. Okay. All right. Yeah. They're um, not into method acting. Yeah. <laughs> Lena? Maybe the last thing, like I can relate to the mindset of uh, being hit under the sea for way too long. Before I get harvested, I would probably hide under the sea too. Mm. Okay. And, and I don't know. I I think they look badass. I don't know why you think they I look mean, weird. Well, they, they, they don't look particularly humanoid right like so many of these races look humanoid so they're easier for us to like identify with like even a krogan you know it's a battle turtle but it's got arms and legs and a face and you know like you could imagine like okay well if i look like that and everybody else look like that i'd probably get used to it and i could still move around like a normal person wear pants i mean everybody wants to wear pants right um but like yeah leviathan totally different kind of species well, maybe they do wear pants. It's just Shepard found a nudist colony. Maybe. But w- you know that meme about like, if a dog wore pants, would it wear it like this? Or would it wear it like this? It would like, like where would the waistline go? Oh. Maybe, maybe somebody from this series and one of the writers can answer the question for us. How would a Leviathan wear pants? Please post a picture on our Discord. Thank you very much. All right, let's move on. Uh, this one I think might get some. The Corians. Oh, oh, Kather and Toasty. You guys, what, are you guys always the same person? What happened? What's going on here? We're twins. Yes. Yeah, yes, we're twins. All right, Toasty. Maybe we're Geth because me and Kather seem to be hive minding over here. So. Oh, that's what it is. I saw Toasty's hand first. Toasty, go ahead. No, let Kather go. He hasn't talked yet. Actually, let's like, uh, let's like let uh, Psych go. Oh, psych. What's, oh, yeah, sorry. No uh, problem. You're not a video, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that you yeah. got to chime in it. And you know what? I know these two very well, and they can they can wait in a minute and, and then chime in. Um, so yeah, Quarians are definitely my race. I really uh, connected well with the uh, social stigma. You know, you can't see their face, uh, the the that whole thing, and you know, tech. Who doesn't love tech, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so, so do you feel you feel like you would be a Korean, or do you also feel like you would want to be one? I would uh, both. Let's just go with both. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I get that. All right, Toasty, what do you think? Um, I, I think I would definitely want to be a Korean. I don't know if I am particularly one, but uh. I don't know. That's just always like the kind of aspect of things that really appeal to me, like the tech based plus like they have like this like nomadic lifestyle. So I just thought that was like really cool. So cool. Gotcha. Kather. Um, Koreans are my favorite race. And I also think I would be one because when I was younger and this first came out, I always wore clothing because i didn't like people touching me i wear stuff. clothing too we have that in common well i mean I, I like i'd wear hoodies i'd wear longs I, I i like hiding my i, I didn't like looking people out. i got gotcha. you like i got gotcha. you you covered mask. your skin and stuff and i had some uh health issues where i couldn't eat uh, like i get sick from certain things so i, I would love to just be in a, bu- a bubble so i didn't have to deal with and I like and I like and I like like um a little MacGyver when I was younger too. So I like tinkering with uh stuff and so I just bonded with the Koreans a lot more. Nice, that makes sense. So if you had like a full body covering and face covering suit, you'd you'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, 
And I'm more used to the panic of like, oh, what happens if I get one little cut? I'm going to get the hypochondriac. For them, it's not hypochondriac. For me, it is. Sure. Okay. I got you. I got you. Sovereign, did you want to chime in? Yeah, I guess one thing I find appealing about the Koreans is if you're talking to someone, the mask will hide all the faces you're making up. <laughs> right? It's kind of like during the quarantine awesome. stuff where like yeah. <laughs> you like you could if you can't oh. read somebody's eyes, you could be like totally like <laughs> with your mouth yeah. and they would never know. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'm totally an adult if you can't tell. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking my tongue out at you, but you'll never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have to like pretend on that one. That was one thing I definitely appreciated. I just my customer service it was just like ah I don't have to smile at you I can just hide my face behind my face mask you didn't smize at them with your eyes uh, I can actually do that like I can force that easily so I, I don't know alright do it's it all fake. I want to see, see it I no I don't want like, to fix. Cover, cover your mouth and then smize you can't even see my eye, my smize. <laughs> you can't even see my eyes right now. All Anyways. right, all right, all right. I'll tell you what, guys. We're, we've got some. Oh, Kather, Kather, did you want to chime in? More corn stuff. He is frozen there. He did freeze. He froze okay. with two fingers, and he's gone. All right, he'll be back. I, we need to take a break and thank all of our patrons, and then come back and go over some of these uh, remaining races. And some of them are, are kind of nuts. So I'm wondering if any of you guys are going to choose some of these. So hang on for Am that. I back. Oh, you are back. Okay. What What did Am you want to say? You're back. Um, I I actually had a question about the Koreans for Sam. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Grunt and Mass Effect Two. Julie just said. We was doing about the, the the about stabbing the people in the neck, and he said humans, Asari, and uh, Salarians are squishy. Corians are a little bit harder to get. To. I didn't know if that meant their suit or if they actually had harder skin than humans. And they, and they said Turians were the hardest because they had the carapace. I would I would venture to guess that he was talking about how the okay. suit is capable of sequestering any puncture. That was made so they can block off. Okay, I didn't know if they meant that they had like little scales under there or not. I couldn't remember. Yeah, my guess would be because of the suit. uh, Because as I understood it, you know, beside that, if you had a quarrying outside of their suit, they're they're actually that's what I thought. Fragile. Thank you. Good question. All right, we're gonna go to the middle of the show. Thank our patrons, and we'll be right back with some more of the races. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here, making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, Guardians. We are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. Thanks, Rex. All right, we're in the middle of the show, and we have our patrons here. Thank you to each and every one of you guys. Uh, those of you who are joining me here today, thank you for your support. Sam and I very much appreciate it. Um, the Sam is still trying to get a new job, right? You're still working on that. So I'm sure that the support is very helpful there as well. Yes. Yes, I am. A uh, couple of things look very promising so thoughts prayers wishes uh whatever you guys have uh send the universe some good vibes because i have a couple of opportunities that look really really promising and of course as i've talked about it on the stream and on, on the lorecast uh as soon as i can nail down one of those i'm going to be getting a gaming pc and then this whole thing with the lorecast with streaming it's just going to go bonkers we're going to be able to do some super cool things and of course then tom and i can play a lot of games together yeah and you know what you know what else is fun i've got a kind of a fun other announcement that i can share um and this goes to our patrons helping support uh the shows that that you and i do and and some of the other shows uh and for people who don't know we do the xbox game pass show as well um i was able to get a new xbox series x because I saw the deal up at Best Buy and I was I got in there and it got in my cart and I was like, I'm going to hit the button because I need to be able to play the Xbox Game Pass games on a Series X to test them out. So I did. So it's it's a business expense because I do podcasts, oh, tax which is, write-offs. Which is nice. But, um, but I was going to ask you if I could write my PC off as that. And absolutely. Now I have my answer. Absolutely. Yes, use can. it use it for business sure. reasons. Um yeah, and so but thank you to you guys for making this a business thing and for also helping to support the shows and let us be able to do stuff like this so that we can you know, try these games out on different systems and talk about them. So um that is absolutely, you know, where this money goes to, which is awesome. So thank you very 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 much. Um but uh, to all of our patrons, we have 26 of you. Holy moly, this number jumps up every week. And especially Sovereign, who is our tier 5 patron, gets a call out every week that you are on. So Sovereign, thank you very much and and welcome to the show. And um 
and seriously, all 26 of you, we've got some new ones. I haven't gone through the list to know which one signed up when. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down the list real quick and say thank you to every single one of you guys, because we mean it. We absolutely mean it. And we are just flattered by your support. So thank you very much to Sovereign. Um, I'm going to say who the fool uh, Cyclops uh, Jordan Justin D Kather Knox blood who's here um, Lena who's here toasty uh, stunts and struts teacup Vervada Sam P Andre M Ben E Alina R Jessica R MK 10 gamer um, Bernice Caleb John W Justin W Kadrin N Lupus Malum Marcel H Remington C and SJ Dog 21 I'm glad we ended it with SJ Dog 21 because that sounds like I don't know a rapper maybe I should use that as a rapper name um thank you to everybody you guys are awesome thank you so very much if you're interested in helping to support the show getting ad-free episodes episodes early joining us on future episodes of the show any of that kind of stuff go check out patreon.com slash mass effect lorecast and let's get on with our conversation Spit it out, or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right, so next on the list is, am I going to, I'm going to mispronounce this, the Raloi? Raloi? How do you say that? I think it's Raloi. Raloi? I don't know. I'm just guessing like like an alloy, maybe yeah, the alloy. The alloy. The, the alloy are an avian species. Maybe I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> syllable. Uh, originated on the planet Tervis, who made first contact with the Asari in 2184 after launching the first space telescope and discovering the Asari crews Azids in their AZ AZ, I don't know, words. Um avian bird people basically. They're not super in the game, but anybody want to be avian bird people? Probably not. Okay. If you do and I skipped you, then chime in. All right. Here's, oh, go ahead. I'll be done with them. <laughs> I like the idea of, <laughs> I like the idea of destroying all my satellites to try to hide for the reapers as if that would fool them. I'd be really curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. That sounds cool. Also bird people. I mean, I, would they be similar to the Turians maybe? Maybe more bird-like? Not too sure. I don't know. We, Not I mean, sure. I don't think you ever actually see them. Yeah, we don't have pictures of them. So, um, yeah. Vervada? I'm imagining bird person from Rick and Morty. Bird? They are bird person yeah, I'm from only Rick and going, Morty. They are, I'm only going off the Mass Effect wiki, but they say they have feathers, so they're a lot more bird-like than Turians. So I guess there's two space chickens out there now. Space chicken. I like the idea of space chicken. Space chicken and space turtle. That needs to be a comic I strip. Called all turrets. <laughs> space chicken. Space chicken. Yeah. Probably similar to the bird race in D and D. I can never pronounce it. Oh, the um. The uh, Eric Crocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. All right. Well, here, let's move on to the next one. Anybody want to be a reaper? Oh, wait. What? Toasty and Kather. What? And teacup. Anybody else? You guys want to be reapers or you feel like you are reapers? I can we pick more than one to want to be or we sure. want to pick one? We're kind of going through it. If you feel like, yeah, this one would be cool too. Yeah, why not? I, I think it'd be cool to be a reaper. Well, mostly the reapers after at the end. 
like a reaper that was human, but it's technically Shepard. It, well, depending on it, spoilers, you pay you become a reaper. I would like to be that reaper. Okay. Because they're they're a synthetic live that are the reapers a collective consciousness or are they single? Each one has their own mind. I can't remember. I don't know this is a they good. Are each a nation. Each nation. Yeah, I thought so. I would like to be a reaper because you could just you live like you're technically just a robotic leviathan. You have all the benefits of a leviathan. Except for technically, couldn't you just make a new body if you needed one? I suppose. So you're technically just a robotic lot. Lo- but lo- then, then now you're at the like ship of Theseus problem with like how many parts do you replace before you're no longer the same thing that you were? Hmm. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's true. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, I, I would it'd be pretty cool being a reaper I think a good reaper not like a, I'm gonna destroy the universe like the uh, reaper after the mass effect alright so good reaper but not bad reaper yeah okay. that's a good guess alright yeah yeah I'm not I'm just just being clear Toasty Toasty wants to be a bad reaper right yes <laughs> see <laughs> I think it would be great to uh, to murder be... countless people on different worlds. Look, you work in customer service long enough, you wish you had the ability to control the population of the universe. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, so yes, I get it. I get I would it. Like to be a reaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the FBI now has you on a, a potential serial really... killer list. So, just so you know, don't care. That brought a really <laughs> funny image to my head I, i'm imagining T- toasty as a reaper as a customer support service yes personnel <laughs> like someone calls in with their problem and then they they complain and he's like i am infinite i am eternal <laughs> your concerns are not of, of, of significance and it just sends you to another branch of customer service <laughs> yes yeah okay. please hold please Please hold. Um, all right. So then there are the virtual alien. The virtual aliens are a race of some 1 billion individuals who downloaded their minds into a virtual world aboard a starship long ago to avoid the destruction of their civilization. As of 2185, the virtual aliens have established diplomatic contact with the Citadel Council in order to secure a new power source for their system. Um, that maintains their virtual world. Aliens' name for themselves is currently unknown. This sounds like a Rick and Morty thing, too. I feel like this was a Rick and Morty episode, wasn't it? Anybody want to be part of the virtual aliens? Live in a virtual world? That's like taking the pill in the Matrix, right? Kather? You know what's crazy? I was just... I was just looking at this today and I was thinking we're going to have to like incorporate this on one of the episodes of the minor races. Mm-hmm. I surely would not want to be living in purely a virtual world, even though that's basically what I do now. <laughs> but, uh, I would not. I, I, I very much like having a corporeal form. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Gaither. I was just thinking, isn't this kind of like what happened in Fallout uh, with those uh, people that ended up Evolve One Hundred? Was it? Yeah, the um, I think it was One Hundred. The one where they were uh, Tranquility Lane. 
Yeah. Yeah, they didn't choose it's to be there though. And they were didn't choose to, but tortured. It's it, it's it's come up in a lot of things. Like if you evolve far enough, you either, you either become immortal, or you become an energy being. So technically, they well, like some kind of you leave the body behind. Mm-hmm. You you live as yeah something outside of just a physical a consciousness. Form. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, it's it's so abstract. I don't know how I feel is about this, that. Is this just like this? Sounds like cyberpunk <laughs> yeah there's a lot of the idea of uploading your consciousness onto a like an ai yeah there's a lot of fictions that deal with this kind of thing all right next on the list and if and if i miss anything let me know if i if somebody's like oh i still had something to say um the vorcha they, these guys are lookers i mean we all want to look like a vorcha at least right <laughs> teacup oh, says yes <laughs> i'm more about the Borcha because in game we really only see them as other than the Citadel DLC where you're kept the Borcha counselor they're like solely in the blood pack is really where you see the Borcha so like I don't feel like I have enough information about the Borcha to make a decision yeah I mean they're very goblin-esque right they're like space goblins it's kind of the thing kind of the i don't know the vibe i get from them i feel like a vorcha sometimes i feel like some people regard me as a pest yeah i feel like this is one of those insults you could you could drop on somebody and they wouldn't know you were insulting them unless they really were into mass effect you could be like stop being a vorcha a what oh never mind (laughs) um all right so no no vorcha let's okay last of the non-citadel races the Yag, also another looker. The uh, the Yag are a sentient race of towering humanoids native to the world of Parnak, known for their violent and aggressive nature and faces that look like they were punched really hard and have mouths that were stitched together down the middle of their head. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel like I'm a Yag. Uh, in the mornings before I've had coffee, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> go on, Sovereign. Well, they seem really polite, welcoming, and friendly. And as a Canadian, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, they, they seem to say so- sorry a lot. So no other no other yogs. All right. Okay. So now we're outside of the like normal races here, and then there are historical races. So. The, 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 we'll start with the two that are the most common and if I and I'm not going to go through all of them but if there's something that you're like if you just call one of these out and just want to be like no oh, you should have said these guys um, so there's the Protheans this one's could be cool Who wants to be a Prothean anybody or feels like a Prothean Toasty I don't know I mean, think it'd be cool to be like part of I guess the ancient like race that I mean most people uh, I guess consider responsible for a lot of like the stuff that comes before I feel like if you're a Prothean you probably know a lot of the secrets of the universe and I feel like that'd be cool <laughs> yeah yeah or secrets of the galaxy teacup smaller scale <laughs> I have a clarifying question probably for Sam 
So as I remember, Javik tells you that the Protheans subjugate all the other sentient races of their cycles. And does he say that they're all apparently Prothean now? So like Javik is like the Prothean, like the OG Prothean, but so a Prothean could look like anything by technical definition. Right. So as I understand it, the word Prothean encompasses not just a race, but also a nationality. Because it was the Prothean Empire, all of the races that became subjugated as part of that empire ultimately came to identify themselves as Prothean. I think that they still retained their racial identity, but the nationalism was probably so strong, or at least it seems to be from the lore, uh, that it was so strong that they considered their nationality above their race. That's that there was a hierarchy in which they identified themselves. And it seems like the Prothean nationality was regarded above their race. Does that answer the question? If I might chime in. Sure. Um, I kind of think of it like as a, like Italy, right? You have Italian and that encompasses all of Italy, but you know, back in the time it was, you were from Florence, you know, that was your city state or you were from Sicily. That was, that was you, you know, you were Sicilian, you were Florentine. And then it wasn't until, you know, later you were all Italian. Right. Right. Things kind of expanded out or, I mean, you can even take it to the Roman context of it. Like everybody in the Roman empire was Roman. If we were to look back at that time period and find, you know, remains during the Roman period that they were the empire over that land, we would have said these were Roman remains, but they might be Roman remains in Britain or in, you know, France or Northern Africa, like any, any of those places. Um, and so, I think it, it probably also depended on who they were talking to, right? Because if they were talking to someone else of their own race, then they might split hairs. For example, if you're a New Yorker and you're talking to another American, chances are you're going to say you're a New Yorker. You're not from the East Coast because right. everyone knows where New York is, right? Everyone in the United States. But if you're talking to someone from somewhere else in the world who isn't too familiar with American geography, then you might say, yeah, I'm an American and I'm from the East Coast. But you're going to leave off the New Yorker identity. Right. More general. So, uh, Kather? So is it kind of like the difference between a capital P Prothean and a lowercase P Prothean? Like Prothean capital is like for like the whole the, the group, but lowercase right. Protheans are like the the race and the culture. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you could be a Prothean culturally, but be of a different race. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah. So, anyone else want to be a Prothean? I think the Prothean are kind of cool. I, yeah, I, I can I imagine I would be. you would be. I can imagine people who feel like they do a lot of work that sacrifices things themselves in order for people who come after them to get the benefits. So um, historically, people who like uh, immigrate from one place to another in order to create a better life for their children, uh, oftentimes work very you know low wage jobs, but they do so in order to give their kids a head start and be able to go to college in order to get a better job or the kinds of people who do research um, for certain types of diseases, you know, like for a long time, people were doing research on cancer and it didn't feel like we were getting it. We didn't come up with a solution, but every little step along the way will eventually lead to a solution, even if they don't get one in their generation. 
So I can imagine people in those kinds of situations feeling more like a Prothean. Yeah, I would, I would certainly want to be a Prothean because just for the sheer, um, awesomeness of how it would be to like mind meld. I forget the exact terminology, (laughs) but the way that Protheans can transfer information through touch and they can literally show someone else what it's, what life is like or what life has been like in their shoes just by putting a a hand on their shoulder. Maybe, you know, like how many times in life would that have been so useful to show someone exactly what you mean when perhaps you don't have the words or perhaps they're not even receptive to what you're talking about. So just forgo all of the nuances of language, especially when it comes to language barriers, maybe if you're working with someone who, who speaks a different language and you just forgo all of that, you place your hand on their shoulder and they immediately know what you're talking about. And they're like, I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know how many of you guys have been in relationships where you just want to tell the other person how much you actually care about them or how attractive they are to you and words don't really do it justice. Does that make sense? Like how many times I, like, I, I, I can tell you like it would be amazing if I could just like mind meld with my wife so that she could see what I see when I look at her, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, and I'm sure a lot of couples have that feeling of like, oh, if only if only I could explain it more clearly and you understand how or when they get in a fight and they're like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> just mind meld with me. So you get like I had good intentions. I promise um, I'm going to take the trash out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Vervada at like when i'm comparing asari and prothean mind melding i really like the prothean one better just because you don't have any pregnancy risk with that one <laughs> yeah that is a uh, kind of a benefit isn't it <laughs> oh crap i was just trying to explain how to open a spreadsheet the right way and now i'm gonna have a baby <laughs> stunts you know, I feel like sometimes sometimes I feel like I feel like a Prothean because, um, you know, in that you get Javik talking to people and people are like, wow, you're not all this is not all I was expecting. I'm a teacher. Sometimes I feel like I'll explain something really well. And just the look back I'm getting from my students is like, yeah, nobody has any idea what I'm saying. Oh, totally. Right now, gotta try this again. Yep. Yep. Totally. I totally get that as well. All right, we've got one more of like the, I don't know, what I would consider most common of these races, um, the Rachni. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the Rachni? Space shrimp. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Stunts. Um, I will say, the the thing I like about Rachni, and this is just something I've noticed going through the game again, is at least in the games, they're the only musicians, I think, that we see in the entirety of the Mass Effect series. Oh. I don't think, aside from them, like, they have a song that they use to communicate with each other. Uh, so, I am a... I actually teach band, but, um, uh, so, you know, that's one of those things. I don't think we see any other type of musician in Mass Effect, which I think is interesting. That is interesting, even among the humans. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think back to, like, you know, times when you're in like a a bar or something. like there's never like a band on stage or I mean, hmm. no, everybody just does electro techno in the future, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. Vervada. I 
never seen a band, but I know that they have to exist in the Shadow Broker DLC. When you look at your team's info that the Shadow Broker collected, it says what music Garrus likes to listen to while he's in a firefight. So there are bands. I just, I guess they never go into that. Yeah, I suppose so. But there is one something that's actually really cool about the Rachni that is very different from the other races yeah. is that form of communication. Yeah, teacup. Um, I just like the idea of someone telling me what to do with my life, and I don't have to deal with the decisions or consequences of it. <laughs> um, but Liara also plays the piano in the Citadel DLC in one of the scenes. You can call her up to this apartment. Oh, well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's also um, Morinth. Morinth talks about her favorite bands. So we do know that there are bands and they do they do go on tours. Mm. And um, Mordin sings. So we got that. We got that going for us. Sykes, did you have something to chime in with? Are you there? Check, check. Yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I only had a joke. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm already a, I'm already a drone for cooperation. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, did I skip anything else that anyone wanted to point out? Any others here? Oh, we've got a few. We've got a few. Let's go to Vervada. Just going to ask. Are we including Andromeda races too, or um, the original trilogy? We, we have Ket and, and Gara. Yeah, if are uh, yeah, why not? So, what do you think? Are do any of those stand out to you? There's Angara, the Ket. I don't want to be a Ket. That's I think those are the only two they added in Andromeda. But yeah, there's Angara. The... Cool. Jaws a little bit too emotional for me. But mm. Ket, no way, no. No way. Uh, Kather? Uh, can we be a Vera? A space dog? A Am I saying it wrong? I, I don't know. Oh, the Varen. Varen, Varen. Varen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the ones that, like, the uh, they've got the big fangs, like a, yeah, the, like a snake. The, yeah, the big giant mouth. Yeah. I don't want to be canfodder Vera. I'd like to be a nice, taken care of, like, a Krogan's battle Vera. Ooh, ooh, all right. I, I just want to be like a house pet Vera, one that gets like spoiled. Guard you know? dog. Yeah, goes on walks, gets to eat the scraps off the table, pampered. Shepherd gets like kind anyone of anyone feeling. Anyone feeling you know like uh, weirdly resonating with the shifty space cows? Space cows. Born and dotted <laughs> yep. pet monkey. No, you got to bring the pie oh, jack yeah, the, pie jacks. the pie jacks. Yeah, yeah, the pie jacks. And then there's gas bags. Who feels like a gas bag sometimes? <laughs> yeah, it depends on what it eats. Yeah, just yep. ask my girlfriend. Just ask my girlfriend. Space beetles. There's them. Yeah. Well, I th <laughs> the clickson. They're kind of like bugs, right? I think we've. Yep. I think Thresher Maw, of course. The Thresher Maw. Sovereign, did you have something to chime in with? Nope, sorry, no. Okay, the pod crabs. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we're kind of hitting the end here, Kather. Right, one last one. The species that the shadow broker was. I cannot remember what it was. Or is that the one you said? The, the yog. Oh yeah, the okay. You said yeah. Yog. Yeah. 
yeah we went over them um oh cool guys this has been super fun thank you for joining us um why don't we go back through the list we're gonna go backwards through the list and feel free to uh, any last words on any of the races and then let people know how they can get a hold of you if you'd like you can always just say yeah just reach out to me on the discord but if you want to share your social media and anything else you want to you want to rep like if you got any cool projects going on people should know about so we'll start we'll start backwards alphabetically with vervada well hi um no i mean my instagram is one cat underscore from crazy because I foster neonatal kittens, so I always have a bunch of cats around. Oh, um, if anyone's interested, in otherwise on the Discord. <laughs> oh, that that makes that's why the cat ears. I get it, I get it. Uh, Lena, as I said in the other podcast, you can always write me on Discord. I'll be happy to answer you. Very cool, very cool. And teacup. Um, you can reach out to me on Discord. Uh, my wife and I are actually working in the Rock Club starting the Dragon Age lore cast. Um, and so if you're interested or have thoughts about that, you can reach out or follow us on Twitter at DA Lorecast. Yeah, and that's awesome because um, he's one of our Rocket Club members, and this is something I bring up on occasion. Um, but if you are interested in starting your own podcast and you want some guidance with that and you want to be associated with Robots Radio, then you're welcome to join the Rocket Club. And there's, um, I think there's like, what, 12 of us now in the group? And we go through stuff and help you guys launch your own podcasts and make sure that you are putting together the best quality thing you can when you first get it out there and market it and do all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So dragon age lore cast podcast, you better, better stay tuned for that because they're going to have some really cool stuff to talk about. And I hear teacups wife is just absolutely awesome when it comes to that stuff, right? She's the best. She's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And then stunts and struts. You can send me mes messages on the Discord, or you can send me messages on my PlayStation account, which is the same stunts and struts. Very cool. And Toasty had to had to go. He had work coming up, so he had to leave. Uh, but his twin is uh, still here. Kather, you got anything you want to say? Any ways people can get a hold of you? Well, um, I'm on Discord. Uh, hit, hit me up there. I work nights, so it may take me a while to get back to her. And since Toasty's not here, I'll be the... I am Tally all the way. <laughs> okay. All right. Tally so all the way. Duty, I'll take Tally this time. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. There's an inside joke about Toasty and Kather on the Cyberpunk lore cast and the character Judy, and Toasty's super into Judy. Um, so if anybody else doesn't like Judy, he gets very upset. Uh, <laughs> then we have Psych. Hi. Um, so you can hit me up on the Discord here, uh, Psych88. Um, I'm working on modifying uh, some general public domain plays for audio production, like like the old-timey radio play, but, you know, cool. streamed. Very cool. Uh, how can people, what should people do to check it out or? Um, well, right now it's, it's in pre-production. It's a heavy rewrite and edit. So right now it's just script work and 
word <laughs> cool all right well, um, well we'll stay tuned definitely share some stuff uh on the in the sharing section of the discord when you when you have something for people to yeah, check yeah. out for sure that sounds awesome and then sovereign shepherd sovereign uh, shepherd well, <laughs> well the best place to get a hold of me is probably on the mass effect on the discord where the mass effect section been really enjoying our conversations in there digging with the uh, theories and the what ifs and everything else um i'm also i'm part of a clan that's been around since 2008 that's the sc in front of my name so if, just throwing it out there if anyone's into battlefield or those sort of things i can usually be found on uh discord.thesoldierscreed awesome is that for a specific console or pc uh pc gaming mainly we have a couple console players but mainly pc cool cool i might have to take you up on that on the next battlefield when it comes out because I, I love me some battlefield oh we'll be there we awesome. scrim in battlefield so we're pretty gung-ho for it sweet that sounds awesome well thank you everybody for joining us sam do you have anything else to chime in with or anything else you want to share before we head out yeah, well, I actually did a test while we were uh, doing the episode, and it turns out that I would be in a sorry, uh, at least according to this test. And uh, according to the test, that's because I would approach situations with elegant diplomacy. I have to have a strong disagreement with that uh, because <laughs> of all the things I've been called diplomatic, I don't think was one. <laughs> Maybe you should take the test again or find another one. I'm sure there's more than one, right? But they're all from like five years ago, probably. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but besides that, you know, I'm going to be streaming some Game Pass games tomorrow. And if, uh, if anyone's interested, my Twitch handle is at In7Legend. I'll be tweeting out a notification ahead of time. Uh, should be about around noon tomorrow or maybe the uh, early afternoon. But I will be streaming some Game Pass games ahead of our episode of the Game Pass game show. That's right. Or game show. Xbox Not game show. Xbox game Pass show. Game Pass that one. show. Right. <laughs> uh, it's tomorrow night. That's at 1030. And Toasty and I do the Witcher Lorecast at 9 o'clock. And I'll probably be streaming some games tomorrow, too, if I get the time to do so. Um, I also am going to be playing some of the other games on the Xbox Game Pass in order to give people some of my early thoughts on some of those as well. So uh, that's what's going on tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for help being here, for being so fun. And um, this is such an awesome conversation. And also, again, for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see you guys in the Citadel. Wait, I should come up with some sort of really fun going with. See you in the Citadel. Eh. We should come up with the seediest bar in Mass. What's the seediest place in Mass Effect? And be like, see you there. Cora's Den. Cora's Den. Cora's Den. Okay. Yeah. So see you at Cora's Den next week. <laughs> All right, guys. Later. Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at Mass Effect Lorecast at gmail.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We, we hope, hope you, you check, check us, us out. out. Thanks. Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls. But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.